Okay, Five Alarm Music Show. All right, I'm Tom Pierce, your host for the Five Alarm Music Show, but I'm not alone. I'm here with Mary Lorraine. Mary, please say hi. Hi there. All right. And uh, Mary's going to be my co-host on a number of shows that we're going to do. But we have a special guest with us, and we're going to have a number of special guests on each show. We're starting out with Sarah Scarlatta. Hi. How you doing? I'm doing great. In particular, I'm really excited because this particular show, Sarah is uh, not only a music director at Five Alarm Music, but she's, um, I love this title, producer, creative writing manager, digital content coordinator, and a killer drummer, from what I can see on the web. <laughs> killer, killer drummer is not on my uh, business card, technically, but I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> All right. A percussionist. I can back that up. You can, huh? Oh. Absolutely. Thanks, Mary well, I, it's, it's near and dear to my heart being uh, raised as a drummer myself, so I'm, I'm anxious to learn more from you. <laughs> Here's what we have for the show today. Uh, we, we're going to cover a couple of things. Before we get into the really fun, cool stuff with Sarah and what she does and and how she does it with the people that call in and plus her own creations. We're going to talk about what's coming up, which is NAB 2013. Woo! Sorry, I had to give a little cheer, a little rah-rah for <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Mary Lorraine, I understand this year what's planned um, is to have a kind of a gathering of composers and library creators from around the world uh, on a Sunday night or something like that. Let's give us a little detail. Yes, NAB is a very exciting time of year for Five Alarm because uh, not only do we get to meet and greet with potential clients and current clients that use our music uh, or would like to use our music during the week on the trade show floor, but also all our sub-publishers across the world, meaning we rep their music in the States, they fly in from all over. So we get a chance to see them and we have a party the Sunday night before to honor all our sub-publishers. Um, we have over 60 libraries. So, you know, this is really an exciting time where the whole year we're selling their music and pitching their music. And so to actually get to hang out with them and learn about what their next project is, and they get to talk with us and see how clients are enjoying their music, getting feedback on certain albums. So it really is, it's it's a really busy week, but it's it's a very exciting week. So you have you have people from England and Italy and um, Australia, and, and these are the individuals creating creating music that they license the Five Alarm music. So they, so for instance, the Zone Library or the Focus Library, uh, um, I see. they're out of England. So they're coming in. Now they, they rep a whole catalog of music. Oh, so okay. they have composers that write albums for them that they, you know, that can, that comprise their catalog. So someone else will rep the Zone Library in France or someone else will rep the Zone Library in Australia. But in the United States, Five Alarm is their rep. There'd be more than just sort of composer-producers there. would be um, music directors also. and Oh, Sarah's going to be there at the party. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah me, and, uh, me and Christy Carew, the other music director at Five Alarm, will be there. Excellent, excellent. So it's probably some great conversation. To go. And this is on Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, cool. So let's talk about the, the booth for Five Alarm. I understand there's uh, you're going to have... Um, some computers there for people to sample the music and see what's latest and greatest. But there's also a little promotional thing where everybody's a winner. Yes. So this year we're going to have sort of a fun promo giveaway at the booth. It's a big 
large and in charge wheel with all of our libraries. You know, we've grown so much over the years that now there's over 60. So each spoke on the wheel will represent a different library that you can find on 5LRMusicSearch.com. And so people can come by and spin the wheel and then whatever spoke it lands on, whatever library, they get a prize. So no matter what you, no matter what you roll, you're gonna win something. But it's just a way for us to promote all the different libraries. Uh, last year we did a deck of cards, so we handed out, um, you know, every every card represented a different library. And so this year it's it's the big wheel. <laughs> I can't wait to see it actually. This was a big construction, like work in progress. Uh, I think <laughs> a lot of hands went into making this wheel, so I can't wait to you know, see our it myself. Booth, our booth has the best odds in Vegas, by the way. Everybody wins. <laughs> Best odds in Vegas. Come on by. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yes. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. And I understand mm -hmm. there's 60 libraries now? There's 67, that actually, I that we read. actually, yeah. Wow. Uh -huh, 67. We have, we have over 200,000 tracks. It's pretty wow. wild. Yeah, we got no a lot idea. of music. Wow. A lot of stuff. Yeah, it just keeps getting bigger every year. It's awesome. It is diverse, and I'm just in hog heaven, given an opportunity to sample such an amazing array of music, even for this podcast, for instance. I'm delighted. I've known Five Alarm Music for, um, gosh, I guess since 2008 or 2009, <laughs> for all kinds of reasons, and uh, use the music a lot. And one of the things that has really struck me is the, just the people that are there. You guys are just full of energy and extremely helpful. Um, thank you. In case you're not, yeah, you're welcome. And I think um, with production business now becoming breaking into smaller and smaller, you know, at home in many cases are, are very small groups and of, of people versus these bigger houses. We still have the big houses, but there's a lot of people producing um, media on their own, and so they're not all that familiar with needle drop versus stock music versus production music versus things like that. And and a lot of them really don't know that if you've got a project and you've got a couple things you know one for media production music is really what makes the difference if you're using the same old stock music that you bought for 69 dollars from the website two years ago it's the same one everyone else is using it all sounds the same you know so five alarm makes a big difference in the quality of the libraries that are there wouldn't you guys say Yes. Yes. Yeah, and, and definitely what's great about uh, working somewhere like here is that we're always evolving. It's kind of like Madonna. You don't stay stagnant, you know? There's uh, so many <laughs> different advances in technology, and, and there's so many amazing composers out there, and we're just uh, lucky to be able to harness them all in one place, you know? So, uh, so we're always changing. We're always getting new stuff up, and uh, it's always a, a different experience, you know, month to month even. Wow, that's fascinating. Okay, well... Sarah, let's just continue on a segue to you because, uh, as I said, your your background is a, your you know drum performance background. I understand, and uh, you've, you've played and toured with many bands, and your current band you're with is uh, with the Lookout Kids with Travis Warren, who's current lead singer in Blind Melon. Mm -hmm. A little bit about your background. How did you come into drumming, and and uh, did you do that in high school and all that, and kind of went on there professionally? Or? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was, I've been a band nerd since fifth grade. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and, I was hoping uh, you would say that. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. You know, rock and roll, a lot of us were just band nerds just in disguise, you know. But um, but I've always, yeah, you know, I've always loved drumming. And uh, it was so much, in fact, that I went to Berkeley College of Music 
And, um, you know, from Berkeley College of Music, where I studied performance, um, I found a band and we moved to California. And that band evolved into something called Rain for Rent, which is a band that, you know, with Travis Warren in it, the, the current lead singer um, that I play with in Lookout Kids. And we moved to LA together with that band. And then, you know, it was one of those uh, typical LA stories where we had all this major label interest and then it all fell through all at once. And then I was stuck with like, wow, you know, this isn't working right now, I need to pay my rent. And I got really lucky and, I, you know, some of my friends came through for me. And I started working at a company called uh, DMI. And uh, DMI, uh, you know, Five Alarm Music was a division of DMI at the time. And um, I started really like falling in love with the idea of working with music that is in production, like TV and film. And um, mm -hmm. movies, I've always really gravitated to the music in it and always made associations with that. So I got really lucky and that Five Alarm took me on board in 2007. And it's been a learning experience ever since and it's been a really cool segue into my, uh, my musical experience. I'm really uh, happy about it. Well, tell me, uh, and, and Mary, Mary Lorraine, you know, punch in here wherever you want to. What, what exactly is the workflow? Let's call it. Let's say I call in. I'm having media production. I've got some budget for music. Um, Mary Lorraine, I think I generally would get you on the phone first, um, with regards to kind of getting me oriented and in, in the library and all that, all the libraries. But yeah, so we have two different sorts you can either call in or it's or it's me calling you so um <laughs> whether <laughs> whether i find you and uh seek you out and uh pitch our music for your tv show mm -hmm. or or it could be anything from you know division one college pitching our music to them or a pro team like the lakers or it can be a tv show or a film or internet yeah exactly either way so um Basically, I'm the first step where we find out what they're looking for, find out what kind of music, their budget, all sorts of things. Sometimes people just call in with, with searches and it goes right to Sarah first or Christy. And then from there, once they like the song and want to use it, then they come to me. But most of the time, uh, it's me bugging them first as a salesperson, um, showing them how awesome we are and what we can do for them. And... The goal, as I tell my interns, is, you know, you get the contact name, get them set up with a search engine or get them a hard drive of right. our music. Right. And a music search is a wonderful thing because once they see and how easy it is to just call whenever they have a need and see how immediate our response is and how great the customer service is, then the more searches we get, the more likely we get license requests, which is what we want. Oh, cool. Then, Sarah, at some point uh, with this masterfully uh, done sort of connection from the uh, I have a need to how do I get to uh, to a solution as far as a, you know, a music track for something, what happens when it's given to you? What do you usually do? How does that work? Well, you know, what's great is that uh, I'm actually being, you know, I'm able to use creativity to try to solve the problem for, for the client, All you right. know, um, mm -hmm. and I love that, you know, because, I mean, sometimes I'll get like the actual footage of what they're working on, and sometimes I'll get uh, just a song descriptor of what they're looking for, like we're looking for something uplifting, or, and uh, other times, you know, even, sometimes it's even more wide open, like we don't really know what would work for this, which is really cool. I love the challenge of all of it, you know, and um, and so a lot of times I'll, I'll uh, pick maybe up to 10 tracks and see you know which one will fit with what you know the client's looking for and it's it's actually pretty fun <laughs> I get to play a music supervisor 
<laughs> do, do you play a part, by the way, in uh, locating new libraries or participating in that curation process? Well, you know, a lot of times um, there are lots of libraries around and, uh, you know, if they come to us, our general manager, uh, Vice President um, Cassie Lords, a lot of times she'll ask for my input uh, or the other music director, Christy and J.D. Adams, our creative director, we'll all kind of put our heads together and see if the library is something that would help our clients and definitely always looking for new stuff that's fresh and keeping up with trends. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I give advice, but um, ultimately, you know, um, Cassie Lord is the one who would uh, make the final decision. Is Where do you see the trends going? What's new in music? What are people wanting now versus, you know, last year or the year before? Would you like to answer this, Mary Lorraine, or shall I? <laughs> well, I bet you both could probably participate in that, you know. Okay, great. Well, I could. What are clients looking for now versus last year? Yeah, or just what what what's the trend line look like? What 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 just what it doesn't necessarily mean genre of music. It might be speed of music, type of music, uh, purpose of music. I'm just curious what the trends are. Sure. I mean, I I can start Mary Lorraine if you'd like. Um, okay. It seems like right now, you know, there's so many great movies that are coming out, and there's always mm -hmm. you know great trailers and what's great about trailer music is it's like evolving so quickly and it's so exciting on that end so it seems to me like trailer music is always in demand and it's great and there's some so many great people that do it and also you know if you turn on the radio it seems like any time in production music it always is is going along with what's current right now so if you watch the grammys or any of that stuff it's it's like right. oh well you know dubstep was big Right, six months ago the right. problem with the problem with it though like say dubstep it's already on its way out so right when you start getting <laughs> I, on it it's already on its way at. out you know right but anyway it's it's always exciting you know i always try to read billboard magazine and, and keep up with the trends that way mm -hmm. yeah mary what have you been saying i would say yeah i i would say as far as from when i started at five alarm in 2008 to now the clients are, uh, and this is not sort of the music they're looking for, but the yeah, type fun. of clearance. Yeah. Uh, internet is huge. So oh, yeah. nowadays, everyone can advertise their business, uh, whether it be a YouTube video commercial for their brand, or many websites now do like Brytax, the stroller company. They have, you know, little tutorial videos that use our music or anything from like University of Virginia uses our music to do profiles on doctors. Mm -hmm. uh, there's just the internet so much more than before. Uh, it's so accessible and it's it's a way for to keep up with the changing pace. You know, you can, as she was saying with dubstep in the similar vein, if they produce something, it might, you know, the turnaround is so tight, but with an internet, they can whip up something really quickly, put it on the web, and so a lot of my clients are producing little short, you know, 15 second even right. promotional videos for the web. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing just a ton of that. Oh, that's near and dear to my heart. I love the Internet and media for the Internet. Thank you very, very much. This was a fascinating first show. And I'm uh, looking forward to meeting up with you guys at NAB in a couple of weeks. Definitely. Yes, Look forward to meeting should be fun. Time. Come by the booth. Yeah. <laughs> I will. All right, it's not over yet. Why do this the conventional way? I thought it'd be great to just learn a little bit more about what Sarah Scarletta is all about at Five Alarm Music and how that plays into her passion for drumming and music in general. Uh, in terms of musical styles, 
I'm a rock girl at heart and personally enjoy the rock song-oriented releases. In particular, Made Up Music has a volume of progressive rock songs called Contemporary Rock Songs that remind me of a lot of the stuff I used to gravitate toward and uh, still do. I'm also a big Chad Wackerman fan. I've heard of him. He's played uh, drums for Frank Zappa, among many other people. But he composed and played on many CDs for Sonic Gazult, uh, which is a music library rep, and I love that stuff. Also, I'm a fan of uh, traditional jazz. We have some really great traditional jazz, like uh, Penny Bank Tunes has one, Sonic Gazult, Cavendish Music, uh, Abaco, Primrose, Standard, uh, Source and Sync, Quiver, and even our own library. We have a lot of really great jazz CDs that kind of harken back to the Miles Davis. Uh, John Coltrane era of jazz. And I've been fortunate because being a producer has allowed me to make CDs that reflect my tastes. So far I've produced two CDs. One was called People and Places, it's a world CD, and another was called Turn of the Century, which is a, a lot of stuff that would be popular around, you know, obviously the turn of the century, uh, late 1800s all the way up till even the, the 20s and 30s. I had a lot of fun working on those and working with the composers. We came up with some tracks that hopefully our clients will really love as much as I loved working on them. I played drums on some Fire Alarm tracks as well, and I wrote some. Uh, let's see, I'm also uh, working on a new CD. It's all percussion stuff. I'm, I'm writing all the material for it, and I'm also producing it, so uh, stay tuned. Bye.